0: Chance Ranch 35. When I was a kid, 12 years old or somewhere thereabouts, I was on a little league team that won the city championship. That's pretty cool by itself, but that's not the point of the story. See, this team was a ragtag group. Our coach was a dude who'd dislocated his shoulder repeatedly and it kept popping out of socket and it was causing him constant pain and he was always on pain pills and he showed up to about one out of every five practices and he was the older brother of the star pitcher on the team and this kid even at that age had just such a wicked curveball we weren't even supposed to be throwing curveballs in the league but he'd throw them anyway and he'd keep throwing them until the umpire would call him out on it You had me, the weird kid, but strong and smart and athletic. You had a bunch of kids from the poorest neighborhoods around. You had a couple of rich kids. Had a kid on the team who was type 1 diabetic and he'd inject insulin into his arm in front of the other dugout right before the game started to gross out the other team. We were cussing joking, laughing kids, but one of the things that we were also was we were lovers of the game. Even though our coach didn't call that many practices because of his situation, we had practice every day. We were literally like the Sandlot kids, we just showed up to the field and we played baseball every day. We played together, we laughed together, we spent two or three hours every day after school playing baseball. That was the one thing we all had in common, was we loved to play baseball, and we were fortunate to have each other so that we could have a place to go, to have a community, to play the game, and to do something productive in a situation where a lot of us didn't have that opportunity otherwise. We had a great season. We won most of our games. We made it to the city tournament. And we were doing great, and then we faced this team, the Giants, at the time, and they beat us in the tournament, but it was double elimination. And then they lost their next two games, and we won all the rest until we made it to the championship. But in the championship, the team we faced, they hadn't lost any games. So we had to beat them twice if we were going to take the title. And the first game was touch and go It ended up being a score of 9-8 to eight And we won But here's the thing The next game Was 11-1 to one. Why do you think that is? It's because we As a team Had the experience of playing For hours and hours every day We played baseball every day for as long as we could stand it. Some of us would leave, and sometimes there'd be four or five of us just practicing pitching, practicing hitting, practicing fielding, laughing, maybe sneaking a little weed or whatever if we thought we could get away with it. <laughs> but the point is that we had built a life, a young life at that, an adolescent life, but the freedom that we had we aligned that freedom with the game that we were playing. It was our mission to play baseball, to be good at baseball. That was our thing. And so when it came time to decide who was the best team in the city, the deciding factor was the fact that we had played more baseball than any of the other teams. We'd played together as a team. We had the stamina, we had the skill, we had the dedication, playing two games in a row for us wasn't a big deal we did that every day but playing two teams in a row for the other team who honestly were probably a more skilled or at least more athletic team that was not in the cards they didn't have the juice they didn't have the experience and so what I want you to consider is if you'll have the stamina and experience to push through when you've got to face your own double-header situation. When it comes down to the championship to decide who's the best, who's going to succeed, who's going to get the contract, who's going to get the job, who's going to get the girl, who's going to reach the level that they're shooting for, the deciding factor will often be Who's most dedicated? Who's most experienced? Who's most in alignment with their mission? I learned that lesson as a young boy and I've never forgotten it because the glory of the championship, the glory of the championship taught me that some things are worth fighting for. And what had once been something that was only for the love of the game and the love of the team, to have a group of friends to be with and to do things with, to unite our common efforts around a goal, was rewarded with glory. And that's something that I think a lot of men, women too, but I'm speaking specifically to men with the message of glory. A lot of you have forgotten how valuable a reward glory is it changes your soul but if you want to bask in glory if you want to be the glorious warrior the glorious leader you have to earn it there's no false glory there might be adulation but glory is only present in the presence of of deservedness. So, you decide what you want to do. You surround yourself with people who are dedicated to a common mission, and you get after it with every waking moment, every free moment. You design your life around achieving that thing that you wish to be, and when it comes time for the double header, you'll stand alone, or your team will stand apart from all the rest as the greatest. And with that, I bid you a glorious farewell.